Hi, this is Commissioner David D'Archangelo, and welcome to Career Views, a podcast of the Massachusetts Commission for the Blind. This is Suzanne Morse for Career Views, a podcast of the Massachusetts Commission for the Blind, or MCB. Today's episode of Career Views is about work and well-being. Joining us today, we have Richard Phipps, a financial and real estate advisor with CFS Realty and Consumer Financial Services, and Dr. Nicole Ross, an optometrist and associate professor at the New England College of Optometry. Welcome, Richard and Nicole. Thanks for having me. Thank you for having having me. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. So why don't we just start by having each of you tell us a little bit about yourselves and the work that you do. Ladies first, I defer to Nicole. Oh, thank you, Richard. Um, So I am a, as you mentioned, I'm an optometrist um, practicing in Massachusetts, and I also teach at the optometry school. Um, The focus of my work and my interest is working with patients with vision impairment to maximize their remaining vision um, and certainly troubleshooting around different tasks that may be visually difficult to do and what kind of workarounds might be possible in terms of visual assistive devices or techniques um, to accomplish those. Great, thank you. Richard, what about you? Um, I am associated with CFS Realty Management and we provide services around real estate acquisition, development, sales service management, and the financial services necessary to support that in terms of uh, private mortgages uh, for investments and tax services and things of that nature. Uh, We help families with uh, the basic uh, housing needs as well as um, futuristic planning uh, for wealth building and so forth. It's a wonderful opportunity to help uh, others, and I am excited about it and uh, continue to uh, enjoy every moment. We should say that you are someone with uh, low vision. Is that not correct, Richard? Uh, As a matter of fact, that's an understatement. I'm a person with little or no vision. I I I have light perception in my right eye. But no, uh, no useful vision beyond light perception. Um, and I think sometimes, according to my daughters, uh, several of uh, eight of whom I have, some of them tell me sometimes, Dad, you're blessed because you can't see. Some of this stuff would blind you anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that clarification. <laughs> So this episode about um, this episode of MCB Career Views is about work and well-being. Um, from each of your perspectives, can you talk a little bit about the relationship that you see between working and having a career and a sense of well-being? And Nicole, let's start with you. In terms of the people that you work with, what do you see as the relationship between these things, work and state of well-being? Well, I think it holds true, I think, for not just for my patients, but also for myself. I think um, a lot of the most successful people I've met in life, um, their work is their passion and their purpose um, and very much part of their well-being. Um, I think if you have a passion for what you do, it's you never work a, a day in your life, right? And so um, I've been blessed in that way, and um, many of my patients have been as well. Yeah, and I would imagine because you work with a number of different patients, you see people who are running the gamut in terms of 
their emotional state when they're dealing with being diagnosed with low vision, et cetera. Yes, that's a fair statement. Um, and I think part of um, the challenge with a recent diagnosis of vision impairment is sort of navigating this this path as to um, what's important to you in life and and how you, you want to move forward. And um, that includes in your work too. And for many of my patients, they want to continue in the in the jobs and the professions that they have because that's where their passions lie. And so we strive to to help them to do that. Yeah, and thank you for mentioning that. I mean, that is something that has emerged in various um, conversations that we've had as part of this podcast, which is um, the understanding, and I think this actually relates to Richard's situation, that sometimes people develop low vision or, or lose their eyesight as adults and are already in their careers. So that is part of the reason why the work that MCB offers, the, the rehab services that they offer is really important. Um, and so to segue, Richard, can you talk a little bit about your experience? I concur with what Nicole said and what you said. Uh, and uh, under normal circumstances, I don't talk a lot. No, I'm just kidding. About that. But, <laughs> but it is so true. You know, um, I, I say if you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. And it is unfortunate. Some people just pick a job for a wage and, you know, they're unhappy and they complain every day. And for those people that really, you know, are passionate about what they do, they don't have time to complain because they're too busy trying to accomplish within the space and the discipline they choose chose. So it does not allow a lot of time or any time for complaints. However, as we, um, as I work with individuals, a lot of times as a um, vision impaired individual, or blind individual, um, it's, it's interesting the number of um, different, different responses people have. Sometimes they're not sure how to respond uh, to me at being a blind person, helping them with finances and, and showing them real estate. And I try to make light of it and, um, and make them laugh during the process, you know. Uh, uh, and so there, there are things that you develop to enable that process and to make those that you work with um, feel comfortable and not uh, disadvantaged in any way because you know, they're receiving services from a person that's uh, impaired um, by vision and it could be any other impairment. But as sure. long as you find a way to adapt, you know, your circumstances, your services to the situation. And it, sometimes it may take a little thought and a little you know, process, a little additional effort. But with practice, you know, perfection is assured, although we never reach perfection. But it gets better, gets easier. And I find uh, that talking to individuals, clients, or colleagues have become a lot easier over the years, primarily because of the effort that, you know, that uh, I put in as an individual wanting to be sure that, you know, that there's no um, discomfort or uh, appearance of less capacity right. uh, because of the impairment, because of the vision impairment. So I think it works and people become comfortable and, you know, it just flows like naturally. And that's, that's what I, I believe most individuals who are impaired strive to do, you know, accomplish some sense of normalcy, some some uh, some common ground to be able to work and accomplish without uh, the stigma most people associate with a disability. Sure, 
So, um, can you talk a little bit then, um, it's actually a good segue into the next question, which is, can you talk a little bit about your experience uh, working with MCB and their vocational rehab services and, and how they helped you or, or have, you know, have helped you in terms of your career and your job? So that's a very um, interesting question and one that I think requires some detail. So I'll try to sure. be detailed there. Um, um, some years ago, I think it was maybe like 2000, 2009 or thereabout, <clears throat> um, uh, MCB um, reached out to me uh, and uh, or I reached out to MCB. I think I had to do with the ID or something. And the response was so favorable and the follow-up was so um, appreciative, appreci appreciated that um, I really became a very fond of the institution and the folks who work there. Uh, particularly young man that I, I mentioned, Inky is just um, you know, as, as positive as they get in terms of opportunity and outreach and um, services. And uh, one of the things they were able to do that assisted me was provide, um, uh, and I didn't, I wasn't aware of the uh, technology or the uh, software. So it, it was very helpful when they were able to provide a laptop computer that provided access to email and um, uh, talking, you know, uh, um, uh, equipment that would help me to uh, connect to the information that was available. Uh, from correspondence, but from the internet and from other resources, which I needed to uh, get access to in order to continue performing well um, uh, or doing what I did and enjoy doing would be another way of saying that. Right. So they were able to provide that, that, that assistance and technology or provide some support and guidance and uh, training on other software and then being able to come back and, and sort of support the organization uh, by being appreciative was something that I sort of uh, really became uh, fond of uh, doing and, and supporting. Well, that is great. Um, and Nicole, for you as someone who works with low vision individuals, what is your experience working with MCB in terms of their um, VR service? <laughs> Yeah, so I've had a lot of um, different interactions with MCB's VR services, and um, they've really run the gamut for depending on the case and and depending on the needs and and goals of the individuals. I, I found certainly MCB can be a very powerful advocate for folks. Um, I know Richard spoke a little bit about. Um, the lack of awareness in the general public about around blindness and vision impairment and how that can be um, create some barriers in the workplace. And MCB is very good at uh, helping advocate for patients to remain at work and, and also part of the education of employers to sort of help people through that process, which can be a little bit awkward. Um, and I think Richard spoke to some, some nice strategies and, um, for handling that, but sometimes, you know, having a bit more support in that realm is really important. Um, yeah. Certainly, you know, I've had other uh, 
patients that I've worked with where uh, the patient really needed a specific uh, visual assistive equipment in order to continue in their job. Um, They had specific visual demands or needs. So I had a a patient who was a welder and and very accomplished in his field, but um, since his vision impairment needed a lot more magnification in order to uh, do the work. And so we actually ended up having to design a very custom uh, telemicroscope for him, um, sort of a system that was akin to a surgeon's loop, but he had to be obviously at a greater distance um, and then had to fit under the welding helmet and, and heat capacities and had a, a bunch of other requirements. And so in working with his uh, vocational rehab counselor, we got all of the relative distances from the counselor's um, or the caseworker's job site visit. So they calculated exactly all the different distances the patient had it to be at so that we could have the exact measurements that could go into our calculations for the telescope. And then MCV helped us with, you know, acquiring the telescope for this individual. And then um, also kind of we worked together as a team to for the training of, you know, well, how is this individual going to use this on the job and what other supports might he need and um, just giving a lot of feedback feedback as to how things were going so that we could constantly improve the system. Um, So there's a lot of cases like that where there's a lot of collaboration between myself and the vocational rehab team at MCB to really provide um, comprehensive services and support. It sounds like part of what you're both saying is that in terms of work and well-being, it's helpful to have an agency like MCB available who can provide both the trainings and the services, but can also do the advocacy on behalf of, of people who, who need some um, advocacy help. I, I would confirm that as a statement because oftentimes, you know, without the support of an organization, specifically MCB, you know, things go unattended or unnoticed and um, yeah. they continue to be hurdles or barriers, uh, or even if it's only a perception. And, and the work that MCB does not only changes or alters public perception and increases acceptance, but it, just in terms of the support that they provide to the individuals who are impaired to help them uh, to be able to maintain and grow in their specific disciplines or ways of life. I know that you know some of the folks that I've met in have had assistance with um, uh, services at home, you know, which is sometimes if, if you're new the area of blindness and you still have to make those adjustments, it can be cumbersome. And sometimes uh, folks in a home environment don't quite understand, okay, listen, I can't see anymore. So you can't put things in the world like you used to. Uh, yeah. and, and, you know, all those adjustments in MCB's counseling uh, uh, with individuals and you know, others that are needed assistance is critical to those adjustments that need to be made. And the work that uh, Nicole and others provide in that space to help make those adjustments to those people who are vision impaired with guidance and uh, equipment is, is also very essential, uh, but also very helpful in terms of making uh, people feel comfortable in the spaces they have to operate. So, so this is for either of you or both of you. Do you have any advice to um, consumers, MCB consumers or our listeners about the best way to kind of balance work and well-being? Um, I would 
since since my colleague Nicole slowed down, I'll jump in. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to let you take the lead on answering at this, Richard. Okay. okay, so you know, I I think everything happened with a plan, and um, you know, it didn't have to be you know something you spent a lot of time executing, but um, just to think about the things you have to do, need to do, want to do, uh, the people you need interface with, uh, and and even time for oneself, you know, which is you know something I'm coming to appreciate. It's not, not something I ever thought about, but I've been guided in a way that helps me to appreciate that you know you also need time for you. So so to be able to put a plan in place with the the adjustments you need to make or have made as a part of the um, absence of uh, vision, so absence of sight. Vision is a very different situation. Sure. But the absence of sight um, with a plan allows you, if you give some thought to it, to accommodate almost anything you want to do, whether it's, you know, time with family, whether it's recreation time. You know, I know as a vision of person, I ski, snow ski, I, you know, hike, I, you know, so it, it doesn't necessarily inhibit you. As a matter of fact, sometimes it challenges you to explore things you didn't before. So it can be a very good um, process in terms of growth, acceptance, accommodation of others, um, accommodating the work you have to do, the things you, and the ways you want to help others. You know, none of that changes if your mindset is right um, to begin with, but a plan helps you to be able to facilitate all the things you need to do if you give it some thought, put it in writing, and share it with those who support you so that it can be a really useful working tool in helping you to stay focused, accomplished, and uh, helpful in the environment that you work. That is excellent advice. Is there anything we missed? I guess um, the one piece I would add to that is, you know, in terms of advice is you're not alone in this process. You know, there's um, there's a whole team of people available to support you. Um, and and so my advice would be for people to reach out. That is also good advice. <laughs> and that is part of the reason why this uh, podcast is in existence, I think, to make sure that consumers are aware of what services are out there and aware to, to ways to be in touch with the folks at MCB. So, so I'm making sure that they have contact information or people that will, you know, I always encourage people to take action themselves, but, you know, it, 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 you take responsibility for your own actions. If you need assistance, reach out and get it. But if you're shy or, or you know, if you don't feel comfortable or if you don't feel you can do it effectively or satisfactorily, nothing wrong with asking for help. You know, there are lots of folks. I'm amazed at the number of people across the globe through certain software programs, uh, so first country and the globe, that are always willing to be supportive. So there's no shortage of resources uh, or, or people willing to be resources, maybe a shortage of financial resources sometimes, but uh, no shortage of people who are willing to lend a hand and uh, assist whenever necessary uh, people in the um, vision impaired community. And uh, I sort of would sort of encourage anybody who hears or has a vision impairment, regardless of how serious or how, um, uh, it's never simple, but, but how new it is, 
um, to be able to start the process because you never know whether it's going to, you know, um, progress. And if it progresses, the assistance is still necessary, um, becomes more necessary. But if you start, you know, in the early stages, you're more familiar with what's available and you can make better choices and, and so forth. Well, Richard Phipps and Dr. Nicole Ross, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Next up, MCB Career Views Commissioner's Corner with Commissioner David D'Arcangela. This is the Career Views Commissioner's Corner. I'm Suzanne Morris, and I'm here with MCB Commissioner David D'Arcangela. Great to be back again, Suzanne. Always love talking to you about um, these interviews. This episode was about work and well-being, and Richard Phipps and Dr. Nicole Ross discussed their views on the relationship between the two in the interview. You've had a really varied career yourself, so what's your view on the importance of work to one's well-being? Well, I have such esteem for both Richard and Dr. Ross. They're important members of our community, and they display uh, perseverance. And actually, they were featured together in our What's Your Vision campaign uh, right. public service announcements that we have coming out as well. So uh, I agree. I mean, whatever you can do to find a workaround or use technology, uh, whatever it is, everybody has different vision. So whatever tools you need to be successful, let's train you up on those tools. Let's get you what you need to be successful, because I really believe that everybody has talent. And let's have that talent come out in an employment atmosphere. I think doing that gives a sense of uh, dignity, increased dignity. Really, it goes to your identity and leads to increased uh, independence and self-determination. Yeah, and I really liked what Richard, taught, uh, Richard talked about, um, making sure that you have a plan that you can execute, because I feel like, in particular, MCB, that's, you know, that is part of what you guys do. You help uh, empower people by help creating these plans that they can execute to achieve their goals in life. Sure. One of our competitive advantages as an agency is that we have the institutional knowledge. Our counselors are working with similar or individuals with similar types of challenges, uh, but knowing that out of our 26,000 consumers, we have 26,000 separate instances of vision and sight and, uh, and instances, and so everybody's unique. And what really we try to do is be able to take some of the common denominators that have worked well for others and give those strategies to you so that you can decide what is gonna be best for your situation and try to develop that plan and uh, again, provide you with the tools that you need to be successful. Yeah, and to that point, Dr. Uh, Nicole Ross provided a really interesting example of a uh, patient of hers who was a welder who MCB has helped to create a whole system so that that person can continue to do their job as welding. And I think that that's an excellent example of, of provi you know, providing the services and developing a plan that works for the individual. Yes, everybody is so unique. And the skills that come with being blind, quite frankly, 
the perseverance, the problem solving, I view those as marketable talents in the work environment. Being able to adapt, being able to persevere, those are all things that employers want. Absolutely. Commissioner D'Arcangelo, thank you for joining us again today. Thank you again, Suzanne. Thank you for joining us on Career Views, a podcast of the Massachusetts Commission for the Blind.